Welcome back to another episode of Counting Me Out Podcast. I'm your host, JQ, sports host and PR manager. And it's your boy, Spoon Man, sports fanatic, sports junkie, high school basketball coach. I'm literally just trying to make it make sense. Tonight's guest is someone that I truly, truly respect in the grassroots basketball space. Um, he's been supportive since I've touched down here in Georgia in 2016. You've seen, you've heard about his exposure camps, clinics, but most people don't know who the person is behind the brand. Oh, man. The Shadow scout, Man. Shadow Man, for sure. The entrepreneur. Welcome to the show, Sean. Man, thank you for having me. You're you welcome. Me. Definitely yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, Sean. It's, it's, it's crazy to see the evolution of what you've been able to do in strictly in terms of basketball in the South, because it's not just Georgia. You've taken right. your events. They're everywhere now. Right. They're in right. North Carolina. They're in South Carolina. They're in... You feel me? Like, talk about how you were able to... Wait, we got to get the fire question. My fault. He my fault. I'm, I'm anxious, man. I'm anxious. I'm anxious. I'm anxious. My bad. My bad. My but bad. Really quick, my bad. I know. I know. And my bad. Good. I'm my ready because we got a lot of questions. We got a lot of questions. But before we start, we like this. Uh, we like to start it off with this. It's like an icebreaker, man. Yeah, Just like a little icebreaker. Count me out podcast. Fire questions. So both Spoon and I, you going to ask two questions or one? It don't matter. Okay. I'm going to ask you two questions. And I want you to respond with the first answer that comes to mind. Okay? The first question is, what is the most nastiest, disgusting thing you have ever eaten? For me? I ain't gonna lie. You was thinking a little bit too hard, Sean. I, I feel like you was gonna thing. come with some fear factor. No, no, no. I don't like fish. Like, I don't eat fish. Oh, no question. I don't eat fish. You Nothing eat- out the water. Nah. I mean, now, hold on. Talk about Mm-mm. I'll eat shellfish. But like salmon... Smells terrible. Man, just so like I, I can't, I can't eat. I can't salmon eat is supposed to be the most healthiest. Wait, food. what did you just say? What, what did you just say? say it again? Salmon. What did I pronounce it wrong? Here he go. Look, there's nothing wrong with fish. You, is it, is salmon. It, what the hell? Salmon. What is that? Salmon. Salmon. Ain't no L. Silent. How do you spell it? S A M O N. Salmon, man. <laughs> Ain't no L. It's salmon. Is that, is that really not an L in salmon? No. Oh, my God. The L is definitely there. Okay. But so, it's salmon. Okay, so it's salmon. Okay. Okay. No I'm fish. A, a, okay. We're going we to chop this up. We're going to post this online. <laughs> You're always And we're going to let them talk. folks tell your ass up in them comments. Oh, because they're going to tell you. I what. can't help that I pronounce things correctly. That's not pronounced correctly. Salmon. Okay. Anyway, second question. No, what is the weirdest habit that you have? Dang. The weirdest habit. You know what's probably weird? I wash clothes often. Like, I wash my clothes, like... I ain't no weird about that. Every, sure? every, like, damn near every day. Oh, no, that's weird. You know what I mean? No, just because, like... <laughs> I, I was with you. I thought I you mean, was going to say, like, every, like three, every couple three days, days or something. Like, I think it's weird. So people like, yo, you know, like, they wash clothes once a week. I'm like, no, nah, I wash clothes a couple times a week. What kind of laundry detergent you use? I use Tide. Tide. Yeah. The pods? Or the pods. I use the pods. Just throw them in there. You lazy. Huh? <laughs> you lazy. Do you put the scent boosters in there? Huh? Got to get the scent, scent boosters. Yeah, throw the scent boosters okay. in there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We, we, at our house, we, we more of a, we more of a, what's the green one? Game. Game. Y'all oh, game. The Moonlight yes. breeze. Yes. Actually, moonlight breeze. Game hidden. Oh, I'll be having the clothes smell so good. You be. You put the downy sheets in there too? You put the Every season, that would give it the extra. Hey, you know, it took me like 15 years to know that those were like their fabric softeners. I just thought they were supposed to make your clothes smell good. Mm. The dryer sheets, y'all judging me. 
I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like yeah, it. All right, what two, questions, what, two, what two questions you got? <laughs> we gonna cut that, bro. We gonna cut that. Hey, man, I'm from Atlanta, man. Right. People eat chicken. We love chicken. The the chicken wing capital of the world. Drums or flats? I'm going drums all day. Do you eat flats? I eat flats. Would you order all drums? I definitely order all drums. See, I ain't going all drums. I'm That's barbaric drum. at this point. Huh? You got to have some type of diversity. Nah, bro. All drums. All drums. All I ain't drums. mad. I like drums, too. All I drums. like drums, Flats, too, bro. I mean, it, they don't do it for me. It's too much work for right. me. I just don't like to. I got to break the little. You got to break you them apart. You feel me? Yeah, I'm straight, uh, I'm, bro. I'm cool. Give me the drum. Let me go do my it thing. ranch. I thought you was about to say blue cheese. No, I, I don't. Mm -hmm. You eat blue cheese? Nah, I'm a, I'm a ranch dude. Hey, yeah. shout out to my brother Will, man. Domestic terrorist. Cuz eat blue cheese. I'm talking about the kind with the big... Yeah, just, just oh, chunky. Me and, stanky. Yeah, I don't, I don't like Oh, I'm straight. I'm straight. That's it, man. I ain't got nothing. That's no, it. That's I, my, I, that's my only fire cheese. question. I had to know, man. I had to know. <laughs> Literally, man, I come with like... we, You know, we we uh, we have a pretty diverse... Guest guest list, right? For per se on the show right now, and a lot of our guests have been younger, mm -hmm. but you know it's it's dope to be able to talk to somebody who is mature enough to understand the grind. Like when we've we've talked to these high school kids, they come in, they've given us their you know input on how they feel the grind is now, and they just have no idea. Like no, you know, no clue. People people who don't know who Sean Williams is. They have no idea the work that was mm. put right. into these different events. Like right. the first event, I, I can only imagine the first event you you put on. It was, it probably it probably didn't go as crazy as the ones now. Like now, it's there's a list. I know there's a list. Yeah. Waiting list. Guys calling. Yeah. Talk yeah. about that. Talk about the evolution from day one to where you at now. You know, like the the crazy thing when I first started back in. I think I started doing basketball stuff in 2008. I actually started mm. the company in 2009. But when I was running camp, I used to mail stuff out to kids, and they had to mail in the payment. Yeah. Right? Like, it wasn't, you don't go pay online, because it wasn't, it wasn't, a, it was in an era where you weren't paying online. So I used to mail stuff out, right? Guys used to mail stuff back in to me. I used to put it in the spreadsheet. So, you know, like, uh, Wi-Fi's coming about. So first camp... We're over at Newburgh, right? So, you know, I get the the spreadsheet ready to go, and I'm thinking, you know, I got my computer ready to go, everything ready. I get there, and it's like, bro, ain't, ain't no internet. Oh no, right? Like, that like that, like there's no internet. Then even before that, like I'm running camp, I have no clue what I'm doing. So, I remember like Jesse McMillan, who's at Norcross, right? I was literally calling Jesse McMillan like every single day. Jesse McMillan, Charmin White, hey, can, can y'all help me with camp? Just finally, give me some pointers, finally, something, help finally, me out, Jesse, please. Jesse answered the phone, he's like, bro, you, you probably call me every single day. <laughs> and like, I was just that dude where I'm gonna call you every single day until you answer the phone. That's literally a part of the grind. That's it's a, a part, part of the, of the dirty work. Like, like nobody people, knew who I was, so it's it like, I'm calling him every day. Um, you know, he finally was like, hey, I'm gonna help you. So he put it together, I think it was, it was, um, Antonio Davis, it was um, Jesse McMillan, I think uh, Charlemagne Gibbons, um, and some more guys um, that helped me, you know, run camp. But that first camp was so good because at that time it just the, the, the space, right? It like, wasn't a thing. It, it was nobody in the space, 
right? So like kids were so excited to come to camp, and the camp was really competitive because all the, all the top kids mm-hmm. was coming. Mm-hmm. So you know, then I mean, just from from evolution, I remember then that was like, okay, well you're running camp, you might need to create a a Twitter. So I created my Twitter in 2009. And I was like, okay, well, what it am was I fresh to? too. That it was, was good because that, that's when Twitter was coming about. Oh, that was mm-hmm. a good Twitter back then. It wasn't then. no Instagram, right? You gotta think it wasn't Instagram. Ooh, that was good. Right? That was hashtag mm-hmm. Twitter back then. That was hashtag. <laughs> so like, I'm on Twitter just just tweeting, tweeting away. Then coaches just start hitting me like, "Yo, who who's this kid? Who's this kid? You know?" So like, I would go and and you know we had camp camps over with. I tweet out information, post post articles, and I was posting articles because I had a. I had just like a one-page like a blog, like a running blog. I didn't have a website. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I couldn't afford it. So you use Twitter <laughs> as so a platform. So I, I would use Twitter just yeah. to tweet out information. But then I had the blog, and I, I post kids' information on the blog. And it's just, you know, the blog back in the day, it stroll, you just stroll, right. bro. Right. Strolling mm-hmm. Going days. crazy, mm-hmm. though. So I post everybody's stuff on that. Right? Then even I look at, I had video highlight. Right now I go look at the video. Video so grainy. But then everybody. Oh, it's like gas station footage. (laughs) Gas station surveillance footage. (laughs) The footage is terrible. But then everybody was like, yo, this is crazy. So, you know, like we you talk about evolution, the kids now, everything, they want everything to be instant. Right. Where like back then, only the elite dudes had a mixtape, right? Mm -hmm. Now everybody got a mixtape. But it was like a thing, right? When 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 the elite dudes used to have the mixtapes. It was like, yo, this dude cold. Oh, I cannot wait to get that <laughs> little bit right now. JQ, how many times have we said that? Shh. Plenty of times. Like we literally, man, this is this is it's crazy to hear you say only the guys got mixtapes because I was a part of that era where But you was a guy. Yeah, and I didn't get no mixtapes. So what what that's saying about the kid that's ninth on his team right now that's paying $60 for a photographer to come film? Him play eight minutes a game. Like the the kids, please. Don't nobody want to see that highlight tape with you making one shot playing defense, bro. <laughs> nobody wanna see that, bro. <laughs> like I'm sick of seeing it. Y'all tagging ball is life and uh, it, bleacher report. Don't nobody want to see that, man. This is coming from one of the guys nah, extremely included in the grassroots basketball, man. Nobody wants to see that highlight tape if you're not the guy. You're not you're not one of the guys, but this is another thing I gotta say. Have you ever seen a bad highlight tape? Ever? No, no never. No. Never. Never. So, not one time. So now when coaches, they like, yo, how good is he really? Hmm. I got to come see him. Hmm. Got to see him in person. Yep. I just posted something on uh, Instagram the other day about that, where these kids would get highlight videos and them dunking, crossing people up. They send it to the coach. Oh, you might spark their interest, but then when they come see you play, not it ain't adding thing. up. I tell people that all the time. 70% of what these college coaches do, you got to pass the eye test first. And you can tell if you can play from one dribble with the basketball. I can tell automatically if you know what you're doing. What it look like. Just by by just one little movement with the ball. If you one little makeshift jump shot, I can tell what what the product is going to look like. I tell people all the time, man, you cannot cheat the grind. You can't cheat the work. Man, shout out to Chris Douglas Roberts, man. Don't cheat the grind was his clothing brand for seven, eight years before he upgraded to something different. He said, you can fool your Instagram followers. Mm-hmm. You can fool your Twitter followers. You can fool your Facebook. You can't fool the grind. The grind knows. And you're no. only going to get out 
what you, what put, you in. put in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know in one of your interviews, you mentioned that uh, Brandon Clay, mm-hmm. um, I'm probably telling my age, but I used to play in some of Brandon Clay's tournaments back in the day. She old as hell. <laughs> and I remember you uh, saying in one of your interviews how, you know, he was able to help you, even though he focused on girls showcases. What were some of the things and pointers that he gave you when it was time for you to put on your own showcases for young men? Man, honestly, you know, I, I watched, you know, at that time I watched his work ethic mm-hmm. and, and how he worked and how he reached out to people. Shout out to Brandon Clay, man. How he built them relationships. You know, like it, he he built a really good product and he helped plenty of kids. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. for me, it was able, I was able to watch that and I'm like, okay. Like he was one of the people who was always on the phone. Mm-hmm. So people know me. Always I'm on, always the, on phone. the phone. Yeah. I'm always on the phone. That's true. Because every, every time I come to, I be want to come over there and say, hey, on the you, phone. this is Sean. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Calling gotta, gotta some, on the phone. something, doing something, something productive. But a lot of it's just about ma- sure. maintaining relationships and building relationships. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta build relationships with people. You know what I mean? Um, man, that's what I try to tell people. Like you see all these new tournaments that pop up, but hmm. you gotta know the person that you're. You know, like you tell me, like, like you just told me, hey, I need you to come watch Marcus Smith. Cool. I'm gonna go watch him, and I'm gonna say, hey, look, y'all, let's go watch check this kid. Mm-hmm. Let's go check. You wanna him out. know what's Talented. crazy about you saying that is that. When you first started doing grassroots basketball, period, right? That that your statement wouldn't have held the merit that it does now. Now, when people hear on the radar, when they hear Sean, it, it means something. Like right. it's it's literally it has turned into a brand of its own. Right. Like that's to me, that's fire, bro. That's that's you know, I, I we give we give flowers, like. You deserve your flowers, bro, for just strictly from the work aspect of things. Like, I watched you, you feel me, for years. And, you know, I, I had no idea that On the Radar was Sean Williams until my brother told me. And I'm like, bro, these On the Radar events are everywhere. Like, he's doing middle school. He's doing high right, school. He's right. doing, like, how is this? And now to, to watch it come to fruition from the Count Me Out podcast, your flowers Yes. Or now we give you our flowers right now because you deserve them, bro. No, I appreciate it. Most appreciate definitely. It. Um, I will say, you know, working with young athletes and their parents, I'll get questions like, you know, JQ, what kind of tournament should we be looking for? Um, especially when the kids are in their junior and senior year, don't have a lot of offers. Um, it's no time now. JQ, what tournaments do you recommend? What events? The, without any hesitation, it's always on the radar. Uh, what what advice would you give to young athletes? I know we were talking off screen earlier about uh, once a kid gets to their junior year, they have no offers. Uh, what things should it be looking for when they attend these different tournaments and, and camps and clinics? You know what? I mean, first, we got to go back to what Spoon said, right? And what I, I don't think people understand is – when we talk about you can't you can't cheat the work, you can't mm. cheat the grind. So you in ninth and tenth grade and, and you don't want to pay these trainers and you don't want to spend the money or you don't want to work yourself. Sometimes by the time it's a junior, unless you, you know, six five, six six, six it's nine. That's true. Right. Be honest with him, Sean. It's over with. It's you, a ton you. of small guards. Unless you're very special and you're really good, it's gonna be really hard. Right? But if you're a junior, you know, playing on the playing on the right team. The right travel team Mm -hmm. is very important, right? But then also going to the right tournaments where it's going to be, they're going to be college coaches. Yeah, Yeah, you got to have eyes on you. For sure. Right? So 
And then at the same, you know, high school is important now too because your high school got to be inside the GHSA, you know, the team camp that they do in June. Mm. It's important, mm. right? Like a lot of people don't understand, like, oh, my team ain't playing. What? Why? Why not? Your team ain't playing, but you want to go play in college? Mm. You know, like these parents, they have no clue. Like I talked to a parent, this was a couple couple weeks ago, and I asked them if the, if the kids was playing in June. Nah, they're not playing in June. I said, well, is he playing AAU in July? He ain't playing AAU in July. But he 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 Division One though, coach. I, I promise you. Mm. And I'm like, nothing. It, it ain't happening. Unless he's six, you know, he's six nine, six ten. That's know, different. That, but again, that might, those unicorns. Might be, then. We ain't, yeah, you know, it's a, yeah, you know, it's a different type of deal. But um, you know, all that stuff is important. Then obviously having the right relationships, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, relationships go a long way. So I think all that stuff, you know, it really matters. So at what point in time did you did you say, all right, man, this this nine to five working world isn't for me? Like I gotta I gotta try to figure this thing out because I'm super in love with where I'm at, but something gotta change. Like I gotta I gotta be able to make this transition to elevate my life. Man, I don't think people understood people really understood. Like I started doing this when I was in college. And it was just a hobby for me. Mm. It was just a hobby. It was something I liked to do. Now, I played college football. I now played college I football. Know. I didn't know me that. Me neither. <clears throat> I played at UAB. Okay. That's fine. So, I, I went to Buford. I played at UAB. I also played at Georgia Southern. I transferred to Georgia Southern. I played at Georgia Southern. But for me, when I got into basketball, um, my best friend coached Cincinnati, Andre Morgan. Mm. Right? So, we kind of started this grind together. And I was always with him just kind of just running around. Um, he like, yo, you know all the players. And I kind of wanted to bridge the gap. Like, man, let, let me introduce these parents to some coaches, mm. right? Like that, I wanted to be the middleman because my parents didn't care what I did. Right. Yeah. As far as like picking school, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it was like go where you want to. Your go. decision, yeah, for sure. Free education, mm. I don't care. As long as you're going for free, I ain't have no guidance. You know what I mean? So um, if you can go back, would you pick UAB? No, I would not. What was what was what was your number? What you think your number one choice would have been if you can go back? Well, I had originally committed to Kentucky. Right, mm, but at like the time it was crazy. But I didn't have no like I didn't know the difference between SEC, SEC and right. Conference yeah. USA. Well, Conference USA. Hey, we're yeah. not gonna disrespect Conference I, USA. I'm not disrespecting man. Conference okay, USA. I was just about to say, playing Conference USA. And I wouldn't even pick now. them. I wouldn't even pick them because it's a bigger school. Yeah. But at the time they weren't really good, so it was like. Did you like Birmingham? Why are you whispering? <laughs> no, I felt like that was you know a what? personal <laughs> question between Birmingham, me and him. I did not like it. At the at that time, I didn't like it. Maybe Birmingham is a third own. world country. But you know, when you come from Atlanta, yeah, and, oh, and you man. go anywhere else, it's kind of like nowhere. Nah. Uh, but Birmingham no. now is, is same yeah, place, more buildings. It's more buildings. Mm -hmm. They got more stuff to do. Same Definitely place, wrong. third world country. You know what I'm, I mean? I don't. I, I hated. Third, third there was two country. places in college I hated playing. UAB was one of them because we couldn't fly. We had we took a bus, took like a three hour bus ride down there. You bougie. No, it's just when it's you um, literally when you come from <laughs> literally with charter and flights everywhere, and then like all right, but we got to get UAB, and then it's a it's a bus outside. It's like like nobody what? wants to take the bus. Nobody wants to get nobody on that bus, bro. How yeah, long was the drive? Like three hours. And you okay? Hated yeah. it. We came for something different. It was something different. Everybody couldn't play at the at the you know the school you played at. JQ, God, we're not even gonna go down that bro. road. Relax. What was the set? What's the second college you? You made me lose my train of thought. Go on with you your said UAB was the first I one. I don't want to talk about it no more. 
What was the second school spoon? Anyway, Sean. So you know, you are on the radar. Is known to integrate the independent programs and the shoe circuit programs to compete. Uh, what what made you want to do that? Because you get a lot of people that want to only compete against the best, right? So of course, you know, when you're approaching a shoe circuit team and they're, you know, asking who's on our schedule and you mentioned an independent school, like what's, were you ready for that? Cause you have a lot of people that only want to compete with the best. Independent teams are really good too. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Trust me. Like I done seen over the years, independent teams smack the shoe team. Hmm. But for me, I, I, I'll say, look, you come to Atlanta. When you come to Atlanta, if you're really good, you, you're playing with Sean Williams. Like you're playing it on the radar. Right, like it ain't ain't no ducking, ain't no hiding. I need. I think you need to say that into your no camera. hiding, no ducking when you come to on the radar, Ooh, and that, everybody gonna, knows that Ooh, it ain't no hiding. I like that. Nike plays Adidas, Adidas plays Under Armour. Yeah, Nike will play yep, independent yep. because some of these independent teams are really good. They got the some goods. of the Adidas teams are really good. So let's let's see who's really who's really the best because now, and it's probably a lot different from when you play. Nike teams never really play Adidas teams. Under See, that, teams that's, that's never why, play Nike that's teams. why people, people that don't know no better, they got to respect what you've done because at one point in time, that's how it was. Like when, when we were growing up, there was Kingwood in Houston where everybody, everybody came. Played. Boo Williams in Virginia where everybody played. Like now, of course, towards the, towards the end of that, of that era, the, the tournaments became Nike tournament here, Adidas tournament here. But there was still... Five or six tournaments every summer, you knew was gonna be cracking. Right. Bob Gibbons was in was in North Carolina where we're playing at Duke in North Carolina State and Wake Forest. Like you would run into the Nike team from Cali playing against the Adidas team from Florida. And that was the greatest era of basketball, in my opinion, because th- like you said, it wasn't no duck. You ain't no, you gonna play. And it ain't no faking injuries or none of that. Right. There was a once upon a time where now you go to an Adidas team or an Adidas circuit, the the 3SS, I don't even know, how, whatever that is. You go there, you're not going to see the team CP3. You're not going to see them. So all those teams, kids playing with that Nike team, don't even never run across the Adidas team. So that's why. Pull up on the radar, man, so we can right. see what you're talking about. Pull up. This we summer, not, yeah, this summer's you crazy. You this summer's up. crazy. Both July, pe- July live period tournament? Pull up with it. No ducking. Pull up. None. All smoke. I like that. All smoke. I like that. Hashtag all the smoke. All the smoke. smoke. So if you don't want smoke, you go play elsewhere. The smoke will be with us. The college coaches will be with us. Yes. So that's that's just what, you know, that's the the platform and opportunity that I like to provide for kids. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? That's not bragging or boasting either. That's just, that's fact. No, it's just what it is. Do you enjoy scouting more than event management? Um, You know what? I, I, I like scouting. I mean, I like finding the kid that, that nobody knows about. Mm. But, Marcus you know. Smith. Marcus Smith, right? Ooh, shout out Marcus Smith. He, <laughs> he don't set like you up. He set you up. <laughs> <laughs> he don't like that. Well, look, Marcus, I got you, baby. <laughs> but nah, man, like, again, again, I say, man, it's, it's, it's dope what you have been able to do strictly for the basketball culture. Like, grassroots basketball has changed, took a turn for the worse. And it's good to see people like you trying to make it make yes. sense again yes. because it's not all about the money. Right. Like a lot, I think the the circuit got washed because they made it so financial, like so financially based, where 
Now I'm a I'm a talk to Nike because I got JQ on my team. Hey Nike, man, look, y'all shoot me a couple dollars. We gonna try to make it sense, make it make sense on the back end. And somewhere the kids' interest got lost, and right. on the radar is bringing that back. So again, we ain't ducking no smoke. Come July, pull up on the radar, man, because we gonna make it make sense. They know. And when is your next event? You said in July, right? So July period, July 6th through the 9th. We mm-hmm. got the Elite 32. Then July 15th and 16th, we got the Power 24. So, you know, both of those dates, live period dates, uh, college coaches, you know, they can come out to those dates in addition to these, you know, these June dates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be Yeah, you know, you got to sit out the month of June, man. You know, the month of June is us. That's high school basketball. Yeah, got it, bro. But, you know, we all work together, though. Oh, now look at him now. <laughs> <laughs> look at him now. Yeah, look, we gonna gave you flowers. Now you just trying to dominate the whole summer. Sean, say on the radar high school event now. Oh, you talking about? Do you see? Do you see on the radar expanding to girls? Girls basketball showcases? Uh, no. No. Why? That's a different market. Mm-hmm. It's I different. agree. Um, and for me to be honest, like you know, I I have a passion for what I want to do. Right? Zero interest. I don't have any interest in. And do a girl like just not my thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. No shade to any girls in basketball, no by the way. Cause just, that's not I what just, we're saying. I just don't. I don't. You know, I don't have the relationships there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So I just kind of. I like to stay in my own lane. Mm. I like to be low. That's and big, I like to man. Stick to no, my, stay, I like to stay in my lane. Yeah, finding your niche. That's big. So you know, that's that's it. So for me, it's just. And there's nothing wrong with that because you know when I started my company, I had a lot of people ask me why don't I work with a lot of females. Being a former college basketball player myself, um, like you said. I don't think that's my calling. I don't mind helping out, you know, a young female that needs recruiting assistance, you know, making those connections. I would most definitely help, but that's not that's not my passion. Um, helping young men getting to the next level, reaching their greatest potential on and off the playing field. That's my mindset. So there's nothing wrong. You know, everybody can't work with everybody. Right. So right. everything ain't for everybody. True that. Very true. True that. Um, Sean, we appreciate you coming on to the show today. Um, like, like Spoon said, we want to give you your flowers because what you have done here in Atlanta, across the Southeast region, at that, even going up to the Midwest, right? Still went up to the Midwest yes, for the first time. Yes. Yeah, you definitely put me on game, gang. I didn't know you was from the North. I didn't know that. You know, Mm-mm. two fingers and a thumb. She don't like that. <laughs> Hold oh, on, I'm gonna try this. I'm no, try this. man, because you're gonna get disrespectful on camera. <laughs> two now, fingers and a thumb. And a thumb. The North, man. The North. That way. Which way? That way. Shout out your Instagram, your Twitter, your website. On the Radar Hoops on you know Instagram and Twitter. So you follow us on On the Radar Hoops Instagram, Twitter. Plenty of content, videos, articles, pictures, everything. So what's next for Sean Williams at On the Radar Hoops? I mean, just trying to continue to expand and help as many kids and programs as possible. That's really that's, that's always been the goal. So if you could give one little piece of advice, we'll chop this up for you, make it look good on video, I promise. Give give these kids that are watching one piece of advice they can take with them forever. I'm going to tell you what's, what's the, the thing that's really true. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, it, it takes time. Because I always say this, the best freshman won't be the best sophomore. Mm-hmm. The best sophomore is really going to be the best junior. And the best junior ain't going to always be the best senior, mm. right? Like, if we go back and we look at the evolution of Imani Bates, he was on Slam Magazine's titled The Next LeBron James. At 14. 
for sure. At fourteen, bro. right? So for sure. the marathon in this thing is now is is the draft that's coming up is two thousand twenty three, and he's the second round draft pick. Hmm. So that's this thing is it's always kids in the lab that's working, and people getting better. So if you keep your head down and you work, then you, you know the cream gonna always rise to the top every single time. So it is. I mean, it's true. It's now don't try to chop my boy words up, man. He ain't saying nothing wrong with Imani Bates. He ain't nothing taking no shots at Imani Bates because I know how y'all folks like to get. He's very talented. Right. But what I'm just saying is it's a lot of pressure to put on a kid. You right. want to know what I think it is, though, Sean? Look, we about to go off into something else, y'all. Don't mind me. <laughs> social media. Oh, social media's crazy. When If Imani Bates was around in 2007, 2006, all the people online don't get to just type his name up and turn him to a celebrity. You got to come watch. You right. got to get in your car, drive 30 minutes mm -hmm. to go watch this kid play with your own two eyes so you can cast your own judgment. Now, you type in Imani Bates and highlight videos popping up, articles popping up, mug shots popping up. You feel me? Like everything is at the click of a finger now. And, you know, we got to get away from that, bro. Like we got to put your phone down, bro. God, y'all stay off the internet, bro. The internet, it's, nothing it's, on the internet it's, for you, bro. It's, it's, you know, all this the social media put a, a ton of pressure on kids. Parents putting pressure yes. on the kids. Yes. Everybody think they got the next Anthony Edwards oh, or, or Colin Sexton. It's not um, a real thing. Yeah, no, nah, it's tough. It's tough. So, again, man, coming from Counting Me Out podcast, Sean Williams on the radar hoops. We checking out, man. JQ. What's your name? Oh, I got to say it again? Yeah. I'm um, Wesley, guys. Hey, sorry. <laughs> Come on. We home, out. <laughs>